it is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome in, everybody, to this week's edition of the Landry Football Podcast. I am Chris Landry. We've got the dog days of summer coming up, but we have no shortage of information going on uh, in the world of football. College and NFL Big 12 um, hires a commissioner. Uh, We're going to talk about today Deshaun Watson, the look for the potential suspension what that might look like for them, how that might play out. So a lot going on that we're going to get to. We're also going to tell you a little bit about, and I got something over on LandryFootball.com you want to check out, a little bit about um, it it really ties into a question that I get asked a bunch with relating relating, uh, to um, evaluating quarterbacks and um, coaching quarterbacks. How do you go about um, trying to adjust your system to fit the quarterback's skills versus making sure that you cover the essential things that you need to cover? So it's essentially how much adjusting needs to be made by the player versus the coach. And we're going to get to that all here uh, today, brought to you by our good friends at Athletic Greens, as uh, they have a great product. And I started taking AG1 uh, to – Get better gut health and better energy and better immune system. And I hate taking a bunch of pills and vitamins. I wanted a supplement that worked, tasted well. It didn't really make me feel ugh when I took it. It's really good, delicious. So uh, you'll want to hear about that and you want to join us uh, for that and taking a chance uh, to take a look at that because that is a really good uh, get. So, um, a couple of things that I wanted to get to. I mentioned that um, Big 12 has found their commissioner. They've named, uh, they've named Brett Yormark to be the new commissioner. I admit, don't know anything about him. Um, not familiar with him at all. He comes to the college football world from Rock Nation, where he was a COO and co-CEO. Um, he was the CEO of the Brooklyn Nets and Barkley Center, and he served as the VP for NASCAR, and he starts on August 1st. And um, it's an outside-the-box, I guess, the theory being um, dealing with television networks and dealing uh, with the – look, it's a marketing business, and it's what you have to do in um, 
so it's a it's a little bit of a different hire and a little bit of a different look, but certainly uh, uh, an interesting one nonetheless. Check out the latest news and notes, a lot of recruiting information um, over at LandryFootball.com. Um, Alabama getting an outstanding linebacker. Wisconsin getting an offensive lineman. Um, got the news and notes from the Elite 11 high school um, workouts. Who's doing well there? Um, the Texas getting a verbal from a five-star receiver for the class of 2023 to go along with Arch Manning. Um, Harris Sewell and big offensive lineman going to, to Clemson. So a lot of stuff going on there. So make sure that you check it out. On the NFL side, uh, there is uh, – the big story is kind of the waiting on um, – um, the the latest on Deshaun Watson, um, but the the OTAs and the details uh, that's the other stuff that we've got going. So check it all out at at LandryFootball.com. Where you we would appreciate it, and we think you're going to absolutely love it. Get asked a bunch about what's going to happen with Deshaun Watson. I don't have any real inside information about what's going to happen. Other than um, it appears to me that the league is pushing. Remember, this is not a league decision. This is a uh, arbiter that is going to handle this. The league is certainly involved, and they'll get their thoughts about what it should be. They are pushing for a one-year suspension. The kind of the guess, and that's what I'm going to offer is a guess, is that we're looking at a year. It could be a little more. Maybe it's a little less, but I think the year is about the sweet spot. But we're going to see where things go. I think the question at this point, as we await the official details of how long, is then what? What do the Browns do? Um. It's a complicated situation because as they pursued Deshaun Watson, Baker Mayfield was done. That was not going to be something that they were going to be able to go back to. So while I don't know the exact length, and I don't have those details, I'm curious to see, and I've been asked a bunch, my thoughts on where will they go? Mayfield requested a trade a few months ago. Look, I, I don't rule out anything. But I would say that the chances of a reunion for Baker Mayfield and the Browns is so unlikely I can't even describe. I mean, I guess there's a chance that they could get together and you know, pull an olive branch and say, you know, make amends. And it's not totally out of the question, but almost. I just think it's reached the point where it's unlikely to happen, and and that's that's an understatement. Um, I don't think he's 
going to want to go back because he's lost trust in the organization from the team's perspective. Having a guy that is not happy, doesn't want to be there, doesn't that that's not a good way to go. I think that the Browns are – now they're not holding on to Mayfield so they could play. They're holding on to him to try to maximize as best they can a trade partner. And if somebody becomes disenchanted with their quarterback or worse, loses a quarterback due to injury, then I think you see the market for him go up a little bit more. And I think that that's what they're waiting on. It's what they've been waiting on. And I think that's going to be the case, uh, that they'll trade him and maximize it. Look, they're willing to eat some of the money to make it more amenable for somebody to do a deal. So I think that's what's going to happen. I think that's how it's going to play out. Um, getting traded is a definite, in my view. Um, where does that lead him? It's Jacoby Brissett. I don't think there's any doubt that Jacoby Brissett is the guy they're going to turn to. That's why they brought him in. That's why they're paying him what they're paying him. Browns coaches like him. They're confident that he can operate the offense. Um. He, you know, redshirted his rookie season basically in 2016 as an understudy to Tom Brady. He'd show, he's shown flashes of being a pretty good bridge starter and very good backup in New England, Indianapolis, Miami. He's done a good job where he's been. I don't think he's a long-term starter or I think he gets exposed the more that he plays. I think he can start. I just think there are limitations in him as a starter. Um. The best stretch that I saw him play was the first half of the 2019 season. This was the wake of Andrew Luck's surprising retirement in August of that year. Brissett took uh, the reins and led the team to a 5-2 start. Then you had injuries to T.Y. Hilton and Marlon Mack and Eric Ebron, and it was a mess. They lost seven of their final nine games. June, those first seven games, Brissett showed that he could play winning football under the right circumstances. In consideration of the talent around him in Cleveland, coupled with a creative offensive mind in Kevin Stefanski, I think this is the direction they go. Look, they've got a good offensive line. They've got a good backfield, good running game with Chubb and Hunt. And they've got a lot of weapons. Um, Amari Cooper, Njoku, Donovan Peoples-Jones, rookie David Bell. The defense is talented with Miles Garrett, Jadavian Clowney, Denzel Ward, Greg Newsom, uh, Jeremiah Owusu-Koromora, the versatile ball hawk they have. They can run play action. That's very similar to what Kevin did in Minnesota. And the mobility of Brissett makes him particularly compatible with that section of the playbook. And with the strong running game, I think they feel they be competitive. It's going to be a Look, it's going to be a huge disappointment as the Browns fans were excited to land Deshaun Watson only to realize that he's going to be suspended for likely the entire year. But that's coming. 
and you got to be prepared for it. So I think it's time to, even though we don't have the decision, it's time to think about it and start to make determinations of where this is headed. Look, Brissett doesn't make him the contender. That's what they brought Deshaun Watson for. But it takes a team to be competitive, and, you know, I think you it, it, it won't hurt your development of your offense having him in there. And then you're going to have to pick it up next year. Or if by some reason they don't get um, as long of a suspension as we anticipated, then we could see Deshaun Watson play a few games, maybe make them more competitive. Who knows? Well, we shall see. Hey, I want to talk a little bit about the dynamics of how our quarterback and a coach adjust to one another. And we'll get into a couple of odds and ends. But first, I want to tell you about our good friends at Athletic Greens. Our partner is product I've used literally every day. I started taking AG1 because, you know, I didn't have a lot of time. I wanted better gut health. I wanted more energy. I wanted to optimize my immune system. I hated taking pills, vitamins. I wanted a supplement that actually tastes great. I wanted to see what the hype was all about. Um, I've been on it for, gosh, seven, eight weeks now, and I love it. It doesn't taste like it's super healthy. It tastes pretty good. It's kind of a mild tropical taste, and I look forward to it each morning. What is it? With one delicious scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, adaptogenes to help you start your day right. The special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and aging, all of it. You know, it's real simple. You, they give you a bottle, you take the scoop, you put ice water in it, you shake it up in that bottle, you drink it. Very easy to maximize time, do it right, and enjoy it. Do that instead of your coffee and you're good. Not only a kick, but a healthy kick. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements. Take a look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash Landry in all caps, L-A-N-D-R-Y. Again, that is athleticgreens, A-T-H-L-E-T-I-C-G-R-E-E-N-S.com slash Landry, all caps, to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutrition insurance the age-old question of whether a quarterback needs to adjust a coaching style or a coach adjust to a quarterback skills look the short answer 
is there's a middle ground where most of this falls. Um, and I think it depends. It depends on the player. It depends on the coach. I think that the key is that you have to do certain things fundamentally that you have to teach. That if a player doesn't do a very good job of it, you've got to get them to do that. That is extremely important. But I also think that fitting a player into a system that doesn't really fit what he does well is really counterproductive. I think your system, any system that you have, has to come with the ability to be multiple, the ability to go in what I call different pockets of adjustments, to be able to go in uh, a direction left or right, that will give you some options to be successful. So, you know, I think one of the problems is you you identify guys that can, in my opinion, in the draft process, is you need to identify guys that can do multiple things. The one thing that I think people make mistake on is they take a guy that comes from a system and they ask him to do something else, and they wonder why it doesn't work. You know, um, look, NFL offenses evolve every year and, and find more ways than ever to score. The quarterback position is pivotal to the efficiency of the offense as they control the passing element. They are, in essence, coaches on the field. So it begs the question, do quarterbacks have more success when head coaches and offensive coordinators build a scheme around the talents of their quarterback? Or is the quarterback forced to adapt to an already established scheme? Well, the evaluation process before bringing in any new quarterback starts months in advance. If it's an NFL free agent, the pro personnel department will have scouted them during the pre previous season. Um... You know, if you played them regularly, you you got a, even a better feel earlier than him. If it's a potential quarterback coming from the draft, then, then certainly the college scouting department is going to know about them uh, in that season. Obviously, the talent level and the performance of the quarterback is the most crucial factor when you're evaluating. But com considering how they're going to fit into a scheme is ar arguably just as important, which is why, I'm a big believer that people in your personnel department be from a coaching background. I have no problems having people that are analytics. I have no problems people that are not from a football background being involved in the organization. I think they can have and serve you in, in very positive ways. I do not want them being the person that's going to judge the football part of it. If you if they're involved in the scouting department and can be um from an analytic standpoint, give a different viewpoint, that's great. All I'm gonna use that for is to take it back to the film room and see that it is from a football standpoint fit. So this is why conversations with existing coordinators about new players or hires on the coaching staff must be in advance of key periods like the draft and free agent to understand exactly how different players would fit into the scheme for the next season. 
you know, a Kirk Cousins. You know, you go from offense coordinator John Filippo became the offense coordinator for that season, joined them from the Eagles where he worked with Doug Peterson in the West Coast offense, similar to what Washington has run where Kirk previously played. And so, you know, they signed him to a contract. But you got to have not only the system has to work, but you have to have the players to run the system. Um. You've got stability of players, and then you want to make sure that you don't have a complete overall of a system and terminology. So when you bring in guys like a, you, know, you had a guy like a Kevin Stefanski, a Kubiak, Eric Kubiak, who's followed all those West Coast principles, it's an easier transition. Makes sense. While a lot of teams do stick in the same system that the quarterback is accustomed to, in order to make life easier, there are examples of quarterbacks who join a team and must adapt to a pre-established offensive scheme. Carson Wentz comes to mind. He joined the Eagles from North Dakota State. Vastly different offense to what he ran um, Philadelphia is North Dakota State. North Dakota State employed a very run-heavy power offense, and he wasn't required to throw as much as he's done in the NFL. For example, in his senior year, he played in only seven games due to a broken wrist, but recorded a 27-point pass attempts per game, um, and 46% of his offensive snaps were intended passing downs, a smaller value than the lowest amount of passing attempts with the Eagles. 35% per game in 2017, where 61% were intended passing down. So the style of play was quite different. Um, 51% of his college snaps were under center. Um, 29% were under center in the NFL. So he was viewed as more pro-ready. But the actual... Scheme differential hurt him a great deal. The actual play calling of the scheme differed a great deal as well. North Dakota State attempted only 60 zone running plays in Wentz's senior season compared to 269 in his rookie year with the Eagles. Running different plays out of different sets in different formations. Now, obviously, these run-type setups play action, so Wentz had to adjust his footwork, his timing, and become accustomed to a whole new system. Eventually, in 17, Wentz saw success. He led the Eagles to 11-2 record, tore his ACL. Foles played out the rest of the season. That's that. The best coaches are not set in their ways. They can adapt to their personnel. Andy Reid's the best in the league at doing that. He had success with West Coast offense. Um... And then, you know, you had Alex Smith. They drafted Mahomes. So he's become more air raid system, college. The average depth of targets increased from 7.2 yards to 8.9. So the amount of five to seven step drops per season increased by about 45, 46% from Alex Smith to Mahomes in his first four years. Uh, Bruce Arians adjusted a lot of what he likes to do when they signed Tom Brady. Well, of course, Tom Brady 
and he can handle a lot. But, you know, even there, you know, Brady could adjust and do things, and there are things and principles that Bruce liked and did and focused on that Tom adapted into his game, but it was mainly what Tom liked. So even the big veteran can do it. Well, it certainly behooves you to do that with the young guys. So, you know, the Bucks and Arians took parts of what the Patriots did. In the last two years, they used 11 personnel more than ever before. This That, that fitted Arians' existing system. So they catch up some of those elements. And Brady hit a career high of 11 personnel snaps in 2021. And, and then, obviously, they went, led them to a Super Bowl a couple of years ago. Moving forward... I'm curious to see, for example, what another North Dakota State quarterback, Trey Lance in San Francisco, going to be transitioning from a gap running scheme from his college days to the traditional West Coast offense employed by Kyle Shanahan and the 49ers. He hadn't had much opportunity for starter reps, but if that chance does come, it will really show which stage he is at his development after being a backup and learning the scheme for his whole rookie year. You know, elite quarterbacks can overcome changes of scheme. But for new rookies entering the NFL, it's particularly challenging. Therefore, even if a complete scheme change is not undertaken, it's necessary to tailor some concepts to the new quarterback for familiarity and allow him to become comfortable with the new scheme or elements of it and the players around it. Uh, It is a lot more difficult than you think. It's not just about reading a defense. It is about understanding footwork, understanding alignments, getting accustomed to running plays that you are comfortable with as opposed to ones you are not. Um, You know, having good route runners is pivotal. Um, guys that can get open for you and do a really good job and adjust well uh, so that when things break down, maybe you come off of your number one read and you don't force it, but have a guy that is always can get open and you can deliver the ball too, and he makes a play, and therefore the quarterback numbers and success rate looks better and better but it has a lot to do with the play around them, and it always is the case. You know, um, and I think route running is a big part of that. And, and, you know, the the, the two most important aspects of playing receiver, to jump off on that, is the ability to catch the ball on a consistent basis. And then at the NFL level, it's the ability to beat bump and run on a consistent basis, beat press. If you have that uh, that ability, everything else, if you work hard, will fall into place. That comes, the next thing comes with being a great route runner. There are two types of great route runners. The man that can get in and out of his breaks with two steps so he can burst off the ball and run and then burst at the top. And he is in and out of that thing in two steps like the great Jerry Rice did. Then you have these route runners that are very, very fast. They look to be smooth. You know they're fast, but you really don't know how fast they are until the game starts. 
Deshaun Jackson was one of those people. It would be bombs away early in the game before the opponents could even understand how fast they really were. You could see it on film. You hear about it and all those things, but you just don't know until you're really on the field with them. Um, you know, but you got guys right now, the best route runners in the league, um, Devontae Adams, who's now with the Raiders. They paid him a ton. Um, but he's really, really – he's – defeats coverage with his release, which helps him substantially in getting down the field. He has a knack for getting down the field. He puts tremendous pressure on getting down the field. He comes off, and the first thing the DB thinks is the guy's going deep, and then he'll get the DB to turn his hips, and he'll run his route accordingly. But Adams is not just down to footwork. His head fakes, his change of direction, his quickness are all features of his relief. I think he plays – Bigger than he is at times. He's big. He's fast. He's strong. Plays the ball so well in the air. He's got excellent leaping ability, strong hands, body control in traffic, and tight coverage. He can go get the ball. He doesn't wait on it. He plays faster than his time. Uh, He's really, really good. Cooper Cup is another one. He was, I think, the most integral part of Matthew Stafford leading this offense and getting the Rams to a Super Bowl. It's you know, he gets open for Stafford when it matters most. Proficiency there, his smarts, mentality, he's a physical route runner for a guy his size. He's not big, but boy, does, it, does he have great contact balance in and out of his break. I think the thing that really impresses me about him, he's got great patience. He's a guy that understands the type of coverage that he's facing. He understands how he's being covered. Is it man? Is it zone? Is it combination? He understands the situation, the down and distance, the red zone, the two-minute, good understanding of the game. Um, Smart football player. He's a blue-collar guy, works really hard, doesn't have the top-end speed, but he's got quickness to separate, get open, make plays, and he does a good job after the catch. He bails his quarterback out a lot. Um, You know, if if he's able to – push so hard against leverage and self-fakes because of his change of direction quickness, his suddenness, his patience. Um, He might not hit you with one move. He'll hit you with three or four in a five-yard release. He's got some real shake and wiggle. Um, He's not a straight-line speed guy. I think Stephon Diggs is really good. Um, He's, um, you know, he's smooth. He gets downfield. Um, he gets a step on the defender on vertical routes. Very, very smooth. Vertical threat, playmaker, tremendous athlete. He's great on end arounds, reverses, bubble screens, like his quickness, acceleration, his speed, particularly when the ball is in the air. Justin Jefferson um, is, an, is probably the best young route running receiver in the league. Um, he has great straight line, but he's Great change of direction. His suddenness in and out of his breaks. Um, really, really good. His teammate Adam Thielen is also very, very good. Um, he's another guy that's quicker than fast. Um, and he's not going to run by you on the deep ball, but he's going to go up, make a catch, and he's going to use a double move to get open. Um, he's just so really good. Um with his route running. Seven of Thielen's 10 receiving touchdowns, um, he hit seven of the 10, 
came from inside the red zone. That precise route running uh, is is really, really the key. So those are some of the guys there. Um, invite you to check us over at LandryFootball.com as we've got a lot of information for you there uh, on things like this, what's going on around the league, the news and notes, uh, evaluating NFL and college rosters, evaluating players, uh, ranking the units, um, you know, previews, all previewing all the teams, a lot of different things, as well as um, you're able to catch the podcast here and all the things we do over at LandryFootball.com. So we appreciate you joining us. Uh, we are scheduled next to be back uh, on uh, the July 13th. Got a little time off. We'll be back with you then on the 13th of July as we continue with Landry Football Podcast. Um, we appreciate you joining us. Check us out at LandryFootball.com. Take advantage of our scouting season offer now. It's still in effect. Uh, it's a great way to stay on top of all the news and notes and see and learn the game from a coaching and scouting perspective. So appreciate you joining us. We'll talk to you next time on the Landry Football Podcast. So long, everybody. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.